Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Baraji Jagdish and Ryan Huang who returns. Lots to talk about markets-wise, but first, how was the cruise, man? Uh, it was fantastic. In fact, I am still getting... Um, trying to get used to being back on land. I'm still having <laughs> that bit of a shaky Come feeling. <laughs> help him! Help him! You feel like you're at sea uh, now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I've got that bit of a you know, sea feeling That's still going on. I hope the rest of the week is going to be smooth sailing with all that's coming <laughs> Thank you. towards me. Budget 2022. Oh Thank you gosh. for all the seaworthy puns. Thank you so much. So you're going to be working really hard this week because of Budget 2022. Yeah, so just time, just right in time to get back into the yeah. mix of things. Yeah. There's so many things coming our way to really get on top of. Okay, uh, but before we get into that, let's take a look at the situation in the United States that everybody, I mean, there are two issues that investors have been paying attention to. One, of course, is a Russia-Ukraine situation. Mm. We'll talk about that in just a sec. The other, those uh, Fed minutes, uh, that was released, what, last night or this morning? Yeah, this morning. So that's been in focus because as you've seen in the past week and many weeks, actually, everyone's been talking about the Fed minutes already or actually the rate of the Fed rate hikes. And everyone's trying to figure out where things go from here because Mm. the inflation numbers have been ticking up faster than expected. We've talked about Three rate hikes not too long ago. They went to four, five, now six and seven. So it's been really priced in into markets to some extent and really lending to some volatility. So the minutes to some extent were going to be point for investors to digest as well to figure out what type of direction they've been pricing in. Okay. Is it enough or do they need to price in more? And looking at the minutes, it looks like there were no hawkish surprises. People were bracing for maybe some bit of a hawkish than expected tone uh, because that was what happened in the previous minutes. Yeah. So this time around, that didn't happen. So we have markets just shaking things off. So it's been seen as a bit of a dovish, hawkish uh, meeting where we are still looking forward to rate hikes, but we are perhaps looking at markets already pricing in what's needed to be priced in. Mm, Unless you have another statement like James Bullard's statement where he talked about a 100 basis point rate hike possibly by July. I think everything Mm. ought to remain pretty calm here. But something else that's been making headlines off and on, Ryan, tensions between Russia and the US. There was a day where there was some optimism when reports came out that Russia was moving its troops away from Ukraine. But that soon changed as well. So tell us more about how investors are reading the situation at this point. Yeah, let's wind back the clock to earlier this week. We had some good news at first in terms of what's happening around that region. Uh, some news from Russian President Vladimir Putin saying he is going to be withdrawing some troops from the border after all the exercises that has been planned in Belarus. So that was giving some um, good news in a sense that it might ease tensions around a potential invasion of Ukraine. But if you go by what's happening in the latest 24 hours news cycle, NATO has come out to say there has been no progress on that front, no withdrawal yet. So it is starting to lend some jitters back again into that situation. And energy prices are quite sensitive to those headlines. We've seen the price, for example, of natural gas rising more than 7% in the, in the past 24 hours. Uh, WTI oil prices up more than 
8% to touch nearly $95 per barrel. Brent also up around 1.4% to $96.50. But then guess what? Oil prices are now giving back all of those gains in the past few hours and it's not around Ukraine. Apparently, it's around some talks, some progress of talks around US-Iran nuclear mm. uh, negotiations. So there is some news coming through on that front that we could see a potential deal that could release uh, more supply into the markets, 1.3 million barrels worth potentially. So that is now putting prices back down again. So WTI more than 1% lower right now at $90.60. And you've got Brent trading at around $92. All right, uh, let's take a look at some good news back home. Things a lot are, are starting to ease up a little bit or rather get streamlined uh, in a bit to try and understand all the measures surrounding uh, COVID mm. uh, here in Singapore. This could be a beneficial to people looking to travel uh, as certain things around the VTLs, the, even the land and sea VTLs have uh, started to streamline. Yeah, I'm seeing this as potential good news for stock markets back yeah. in Singapore to watch out for. So you've got VTLs first and that is going to be see, see quotas for vaccinated travel lanes by air fully restored with immediate effect and you've got border measures being streamlined so we are looking for for example Qatar Saudi Arabia and the UAE those VTLs which were earlier no plan now will be launched and you've got a new VTL with Hong Kong and quarantine free sea travel between Singapore, Bintan and Batam to start sometime next week. So it is looking at potentially borders just easing up further and more uh, tourists potentially coming in and of course workers as well. So that's going to be good news for the economy. Yeah, the cut down just in time huh? because there's enough time to stress <laughs> test the situation and by December, I'll be ready for the World Cup. Oh, excellent trip that will be, hopefully. Something else in focus, banks in Singapore, mm. Ryan. Uh, we know that DBS and UOB came to focus earlier this week because of their earnings results. OCBC in the news for other reasons as well. Yeah, so if there has been something good that has come out from the um, entire um, situation around the OCBC phishing scam saga where almost 970 customers lost more than $13 million, uh, you now have more security measures in place, OCBC is coming up with a kill switch. So like the name suggests, you just have to press a button and everything is deactivated. So this is where if you're a customer and you think you're being scammed or you think your account is being compromised, you can dial to the bank's official contact number and press the option 8 and then it will just set off the necessary trigger reactions to deactivate your ATM access, your credit cards, your digital banking and so on. So this feature will also be available at OCBC ATM. So by March 2022. I think this is quite cool. Yeah, so this has been, I think, a long time coming that no, we actually need some of these new measures with all the scams making headlines these days. We just need you know, more options, especially when you think about how if you're a victim, you are struggling to get in touch with the bank. Yeah. This will just give you immediate access to do what you need to do. And, and the option is eight, right? Option like is eight. Num- number... Number eight. <laughs> lucky eight. Huh? So <laughs> lucky or unlucky? <laughs> ben, wave the, the keypad, spoil. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.